and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online. I'm your host Neeti Jain and today's 3 for Thursday is top three concepts to understand about fund accounting. And today, my guest is Austin D'Souza, who has been in the LND and the business operations business for about 17 years. And he has a lot of experience in investment banking, hedge funds, alternative investments, and fund accounting. Hello, Austin, how are you? Thank you so much, Nidhi, for the lovely introduction. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time today. And I understand you have a lot of background in fund accounting and a lot of students have come to me uh, asking about different roles, different concepts. Uh, what is fund accounting? What is it to do with hedge funds and um, all of these topics, you know, so we'll probably do different podcasts for different questions that have come to us. But today, I think we want to understand a little bit more on the basic side of fund accounting, the hedge fund business and what it means uh, uh, for students who are getting into this space. Sure. So before understanding fund accounting, uh, I would want to throw some light with regards to understanding what is a hedge fund. Because only from a fund perspective is what fund accounting works for. So when I speak about this term hedge fund, your hedge fund is almost similar to how a mutual fund works. There's no difference between a hedge fund and a mutual fund. But the major difference lies with the investors, the type or category of investors who approach a hedge fund. So when I speak about mutual fund investors like you, me, all the investors like business units, HNIs, anyone and everyone can invest into a mutual fund. But from a hedge fund perspective, this fund is open only and only for HNIs and ultra HNIs. So who are HNIs? HNIs are any investors whose net worth with regards to their investments is around one to five million dollars. They are termed as HNIs. And ultra HNIs would be those investors whose returns with regards to their investment is more than five million dollars. So these are the category or type of investors who actually approach a fund manager or an investment manager or a hedge fund. So what these investors they generally do is they from across the globe, like you know, they invest into various currencies like USD, GBP, Euro, so on and so forth. And the investment manager, he invests into any security across the globe. So Austin, a question arises, Austin, can he invest into you and me also? Yes, a hedge fund can invest even into you and me as well. They generally invest into securities which are very difficult to be valued, securities which are very complicated and exotic products. Uh, just to name a few securities, it could be CDOs, collateralized debt obligation, CLOs, collateralized loan obligation, mortgage-backed securities, asset-backed securities, so on and so forth. So what generally the fund does is, the investment manager of these funds, they trade into all these complicated securities. But other activity of the fund, that is, could say the PNL check, NAV calculation, reconciliation, settlements, all these activities needs to be mandatorily outsourced. Because as per regulations, when I speak about US regulations, that is as per SEC, Security Exchange Commission, as per UK regulations, that is FCA, Financial Conduct Authority, as per in, even your Indian regulation, which is SEBI, Security Exchange Board of India, it's mandated for every fund to outsource its activity because I cannot be a maker and checker of my own fund. Absolutely. And those activities are then being outsourced to a third party vendor. 
So when I say a third party vendor, the third party vendor would be your investment banks, such as your JP Morgan, your Deutsche Bank, Credit Suisse, Namura, so on and so forth. So these investment banks or these financial institutions, they act as a fund administrators to this particular fund. So what they say is, hey, listen, fund, I am willing to perform the activity on your behalf. That is, I am willing to perform the third party activity on your behalf. And this third party activity, which has been conducted by these financial institutions are termed as fund administrative activities. Right. And these fund administrative activities are been performed on a daily basis, monthly basis, quarterly basis or yearly basis, depending upon the service level agreement that we have with our clients. Now, until 2008, guys, I'm sure everyone must have heard about the 2008 crisis. So until 2008, things were moving in this particular manner till the bubble bursted. So what the fund decided, like, you know, they understood that these fund houses and this uh, investment managers, both these guys are in hand and gloves. So what the fund decided is, let me appoint a third party in order to cross verify the books of the fund administrator. So what these people did is they appoint a third party. See, for example, the third party being ABC company. And they said, hey, listen, ABC company, I want you to cross verify the books of my fund administrators. Which activity of the book could be your reconciliation, could be corporate actions, could be any of the activities which have been outsourced. This cross verification of the activity which has been done by a third party, that is by an ABC company on behalf of the fund is termed as a shadow accounting activity. Mm. So what is shadow accounting? Shadow accounting in simple layman terms means cross verifying the books of the fund administrator. And why it is done? It is done in order to bring efficiency with regards to back office operations. Now, when I speak about the topic of the day on fund accounting, so what is fund accounting? Your fund accounting is a part of the fund services activities that you provide to your clients. So things that come under fund services is first trade operations, which is considered as a first activity to any fund. Second activity comes the projects that is client onboarding project, client offboarding project. Third comes settlements. Fourth comes collaterals. And the fifth comes investor services. So all these five services come under the gamut of fund services. And your fund accounting is one of the services of fund services. So the next question that comes to our mind. So Austin, what all activities are covered under fund accounting? Hmm. So the activities which are covered under fund accounting is reconciliation, accounting entries, investor servicing, computation of management fee, performance fee, investor allocation, NAV creation, NAV pack. So these are few of the services which come under fund accounting. So another wow. question, Austin, how can I enter into fund accounting? Is there any chances I'm a fresher? I'm a person who comes with around two years of experience into the financial domain. Can I enter into fund accounting? Answer is yes, you can enter into fund accounting. There are various certifications which will help you understand this. So I'll be speaking about the list of activities in detail about how fund accounting operation works from both hedge fund perspective 
plus investment bank perspective in my next podcast thank okay? you i really appreciate uh, niti and her team uh, in order to give me this opportunity to speak in front of you appreciate you, your time guys thank so you so many concepts in a very short time uh, right from understanding what is the difference between a hedge fund and a mutual fund uh, what is shadow accounting and then what is fund services and then what is fund accounting in fund services and what are the activities that are done in fund accounting i think uh, you've explained all of that in a very short time so thank you so much uh, for bringing that up and we will continue our podcast uh, next time on the different roles that you can have uh, if you were to get into a fund accounting uh, business what are the different activities that you could do what are the different uh, roles you could do and how you could get those roles as a fresher so thank you to the people who have listened to our podcast so far and a really big thank you to those who have given feedback for some future three for thursdays that we could do please keep them coming in drop me a message on linkedin or any other contact you have got of me and we love your support and you can do that by rating reviewing and subscribing to our 3 for thursday podcast finally have a look at our free resources at fmi.online see you next thursday thank you austin